Welcome back to the Centered in the City podcast. I'm Wade Brill, and on today's solo episode, I'm going to share with you one of the most amazing mindset practices that's really shifted the way I think about energy management and affected how I interact with technology in my phone in the morning, so I can't wait to share it with you. If you are somebody who's wanting to rework your relationship to your phone and your energy in the morning and how you spend your time, this episode is for you. I promise. Let's settle in and let's get centered. All right, peeps. I have for many years have been on this journey to create a consistent writing practice. And I differentiate writing practice from a journaling practice. Writing practice for me is sitting down at a laptop and putting down stories and specific instances and just getting into the practice of writing. So my power intention for 2024 is soul. S-O-U capital L. I had a friend ask me why I spelled soul this way, why L was the only letter that was capitalized. And it took me a moment to pause and realize, oh yeah, it is It is kind of different. And this is what came out and through me, through my power intention process when I reflect on the year past and think about this year forward and create this word, this theme that is my guiding North Star for the year. So I've talked about this on previous episodes and over the last few years. So if you're interested in creating your own power intention, you can check out my show notes for a link to a blog post around it. Or if you are interested in joining me live in a workshop, we're going to create our power intentions as well as do some more life design around them. So you can check out the intention setting party that's happening January 27th in the show notes for more details. And for me, this L is, this capital L just emphasizes the love that is underneath the soul, the vibration. So I just wanted to heighten that and give that kind of juicy essence to the word. I bring up my power intention of soul because in doing this process for myself, I do my own intention setting party before I guide people through their own intention setting party. And one of the things that came up for me was connecting back to my soul. And one of the things that I listened to was she wants to be writing. And when I say writing, I don't mean a journaling practice because I have a journaling practice. For me, writing is sitting down at a computer and typing out stories, insights, experiences, creating pieces of work that I get to hit, publish, and send out into the ethos that is the internet. And so I've been doing that the last month or so, and this mindset motto framework I don't really know what to call it yet but this mindset motto let's call it that has been so helpful in how I get to prioritize what I say matters and manage my energy and change my relationship to my phone in the beginning of the day so that I am actually prioritizing the things that I say matter and so I want to share that with you today So this mindset motto was created through a discussion I had with my coach around 
creating versus consuming. And that juxtaposition offered me this really deep insight of when I wake up in the morning, what do I want to consume and what do I want to create? And I started to notice when I pay attention how consuming was typically one of the first things that was happening. And if I'm consuming, I am listening to somebody else's track already. And that goes down to checking my text messages, checking Instagram, checking my email, doing just even a brief light opening of the apps. I notice that I am consuming. Even though I sit in a meditation practice pretty early after I wake up and that's an opportunity for me to create and connect to self, I have already opened Pandora's box of consuming. So it makes it that much harder to settle my mind, to settle my nervous system, to connect to my inner voice because it's like white noise is already on and I'm disconnected from myself. My antenna has already been a little shook. So because I am so inspired by my power intention for the year of soul, of wanting to honor this inner wisdom and voice, I want to connect to her first. I want to create with her in mind. I want her to be the thing that I am letting be expressed. And that means I really have to watch what I consume. So I've turned this idea of create before I consume into a mindset model that I say to myself every morning. So when there's an urge to open my phone and to open a text or to check my email, I put it down and I say to myself, I need and I get to create first. So right now, how that's looking for me in my morning rituals, I'm waking up, I'm sitting on my meditation cushion, I'm connecting inwards, I'm letting my inner voice be the first thing that I hear and feel and experience. And if you follow me on Instagram, you might notice sometimes I post pictures of me meditating and I allow the camera to be the only app that I open because I see it as a form of creation. I'm not scrolling my past photos. It's more of a place that I'm, I'm capturing some sort of beauty or essence or meaning or symbolism that gets to help me, you know, create, connect some dots, have some sense of creativity. Now, when you hear the word create, you might notice a reaction to it because I think sometimes we can hear the word create and think like, oh, I'm not a creative person. And I want to just challenge that because we don't have to be creative to create necessarily. And I also think creating can sometimes get connected to productivity. And for me, again, I I gently challenge that because it's not necessarily about being productive, about having an outcoming, but instead to create means to bring something into existence. And maybe that creation ends up having a greater purpose or use, but maybe it doesn't. And I think as humans, we are naturally designed to create, to use our hands, to build things, to make things. 
And if you are a creative person, that might come really naturally to you. And you might have a different relationship to it. Maybe creativity is in your job and so you're feeling like you're constantly creating and needing to crank it out for productivity and it's lost its sparkly essence. It's lost its desire just to be birth instead of having a place to go. And then this word consume is so interesting because especially in American culture, North American culture, we are a consumer society. We are a capitalistic society and so it's built on consumption. It is built on absorbing especially in a very media-driven society where we're constantly bombarded with advertisements and social media and videos and memes and, and music and stories and news, right? There's so much out there that we're constantly consuming it. I mean, this podcast right now is something that you are consuming. And personally, I take it as an honor that you're consuming it. I see it as food, nutrition for your heart, for your soul. That's one of the reasons in a lot of my episodes, you'll hear me thank you for being in your earbuds and being in your heart because it is such a pleasure and a gift to be consumed by you all. Having this phrase of paying attention to creating before I consume really opened my eyes to, wow, how much is my day spent consuming versus creating. And to be honest, this last year, 2023, there was a lot of consuming. There was definitely some creating as well, but I noticed I was consuming so much. It was partly because I was really lost. I was very disoriented, again, going through big ruptures in my life. And consuming was part of trying to kind of numb what I was dealing with and it was something that distracted me and it was something that I was trying to also like find help and meaning in and again there's no inherently there's not a bad quality in it I just recognize how much I was doing of it maybe too much that I started to feel very disconnected from my inner voice when this idea of create before I consume I was like yes like honor my own voice, my own time, my own energy, my own outputs before I let something else or somebody else be the thing I consume, be entered into my system. I think one of the reasons that people feel burnt out, and this is based on knowledge working with people, also my own journey, that the burnout comes because of all of the doing for others or the busyness or just the nonstop grind that is and can be and can feel like life sometimes. That there's just like, oh, this why am I doing this? When we've lost our sense of purpose or connection to what we're doing and it just feels like we're doing and on autopilot. I think a big reason why people feel burnt out is because they're consuming and or creating, but they're not creating for themselves. They're creating for the more productivity lens or for the output for business reasons. They're not necessarily creating for themselves. So if you are somebody that's looking to change your relationship to your phone, 
in the mornings, especially if you are somebody that is looking to think more about energy in, energy out, I welcome you to embody this mindset model of create before I consume. And so maybe that looks like waking up 20 minutes earlier to create something for yourself before you help your kids get ready for school, before you make their lunches. Maybe it's a little bit more than just creating the morning cup of coffee, but maybe that's just what you have time for and just having that lens of instead of it's just being something I'm doing to wake my ass up in the morning, this is actually part of my creation process and I'm going to do this before I check my phone. Maybe it's creating a poem by looking out the window. Maybe it's taking a 10-minute walk around your neighborhood and taking some pictures of things that feel inspiring. If you're somebody that loves to sing, maybe that's create a song and maybe you're not even writing a song from scratch, but that's just like you're creating music by singing out loud maybe one of your favorite songs. I truly believe that when we create, we are connecting to a spiritual practice. It's something outside of ourselves. We are building something new. Something is being developed. And what a gift that is. And as human beings, we are wired to create, right? We are wired to give birth. We are wired to do things. And so how can we bring more of that energy into our lives that doesn't feel like autopilot, that feels like it's this gift, this unattached gift? I heard Rick Rubin say something that really stuck with me and and Rick Rubin is like known for he's written a book around creativity he's he's known as just a very interesting producer in the creative world and one of the things that he shared that really resonated was create for yourself create for God don't create for a specific audience because when you start to create for an audience you start to get wrapped up into is this good is this bad is this going to go viral am I going to get five stars for this am I going to get two stars we start to kind of rate it and when we do that we take away the magic and for me as somebody who owns a business and I've been trained since I started this business over a decade ago to think about the consumer in mind, that I am supposed to design these podcast episodes, all of my content based on what you, the consumer, is going to resonate for. And that's marketing. And that is something that I have to separate from versus creating. And to be honest, I fucking hate marketing. I just want to be in the creation mode. And when I'm creating, it's a way for me to tap into what's authentic to me, to my voice, to what wants to be expressed to spirit, to God, whatever it is, instead of being wrapped up into the outcome and the judgments of the external world. A really helpful lens, even if you don't change anything, is just to observe. You can journal it out or just kind of hold this gently as a question for yourself over the next few days and weeks. What am I creating and what am I consuming? And just notice that balance and juxtaposition. When I held this question for myself, 
again, I got like kind of pissed of like, damn, why am I letting myself consume so much before I create and I want to be creating? So that really helped shift my mindset so that I'm not touching my phone. I'm going right to my computer after my meditation practice or sometimes I even take a walk to do some sunrise chasing and I will sit at my computer and I will create for 30 minutes sometimes it's maybe even 20 to an hour if I can and then I will look at my phone and it feels so good I just want to scream it from the rooftops that's one of the reasons I wanted to do a podcast episode on this it feels so good to be creating and it feels so good to be honoring my soul my power intention word for the year and I want other people to have their own experience of whatever this gets to look like. It has saved me so much time from doom scrolling in the morning and getting lost in the sauce. And I even notice, you know, sometimes my pockets of time where I can fall into the scrolling is in the morning while I'm sitting on my meditation cushion and in the evening after I cook dinner where It's like my husband's turn to typically do the dishes and I'm kind of in the subliminal space. Paying attention to this framework of create before I consume has allowed me to even just be mindful of how much I am consuming and what am I consuming. So I'm all for some junk food, some sugar occasionally and in moderation, but I know I don't want to be consuming that crap all of the time. And the same with social media, the same with certain news outlets, the same with certain people or places. I want to have vitamin, nutrient, dense consumption. I want the healthy stuff for my body, for my system, for my soul. With this shift of awareness and mindset, I've then been inspired in the evenings to pick up Duolingo which is something I always was like, yeah, I'll do that one day. Like I'd love to, you know, keep practicing my Spanish when we're not in Spanish-speaking countries. But it actually is helping me stay committed and consistent because I'm like, okay, if I'm going to consume something, I want it to be nourishing. The same with listening to books on tape and to podcasts, right? Like I want them to be nourishing. And coming back again to this framework of what am I creating versus what am I consuming has helped me even in my business to think about what am I producing? What am I getting out there? And sometimes I can be in paralysis analysis, analysis paralysis, and just feel stuck. And then I start consuming other people's things, and I, again, lose sight of where I want to be going. And sometimes it's helpful, of course, to consume, but I notice it actually can keep me more frozen. It brings me back to create, create, create. And how can I be creating more? And in that juicy flow, so to say, sorry if the word juicy feels triggering, instead of more in the consumption place. So I'll pause here and I'll let all of that settle. And hopefully it inspires some insights and powerful ahas for you or some curiosities of how much do I consume versus create? And again, not from a hopefully judgmental perspective, but from a place of curiosity, like I want to learn, I want to grow. 
And may your heart and soul feel more fulfilled as you offer yourself more creation space. Thanks for being here. As always, deep, deep gratitude for, again, letting me into your ears, your heart, your mind. I do see it as such an honor. And if you think that this episode would be helpful for somebody in your life, I really welcome you to share it along. Until next time, stay centered.